Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to broadcast today. This is part two of the sermon we preached last week titled, The Power of Clear Insight. You know, your freedom in Christ gives you control over your destiny. Think about that for a minute. That's the power of clear insight. So when you realize how free you are in this life, I mean, it gives you total control over the destiny and the destination that you're going to. I'm telling you, this is going to bless you and minister greatly to you. So call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to learn something today. And like I said last week, take some notes, my God, and go over those notes and it'll get big inside of you. Watch this, The Power of Clear Insight, Part 2. When clear insight is seen, night passes from our life and freedom of movement is seen. In other words, you know what to do. Because now you can walk. See, I don't like it sometimes. Kathy don't like lights. A lot of times she'll cut lights off when we're in a hotel room. Now, Casey, I can walk around my house at night, but I'm in a lot of hotel rooms. I've been hit, running the walls, <laughs> doors, all kinds of stuff, you know. My, I said, leave a light on. Oh, no, no. I said, close your eyes. You won't see it. <laughs> Man, I've hit the walls. You know, you <laughs> one time we was on a diet. We on diets all the time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kathy said, I'm going on a diet on this motorcycle trip, you understand? I don't want no lights on. So we stopped in Colorado. Man was on me, and we took a shower and clean. She said, we ain't eating no sweet, no stuff. I said, okay, fine. I fell off the sleeve because I was driving that bike, you know. Now, Kathy would read books on the back of my bike, and she put the book on my head, don't move. I got to drive this motorcycle. <laughs> Stick the Leave the book on the back of my head. What woman? I'm serious. She was reading some series. I can't remember the Left Behind series. I was going to leave her behind. Behind. <laughs> Left Behind series. <laughs> I said, man, I, I, I tried, like an idiot, I tried to hold my head straight so she could hold the book. <laughs> I fell off to sleep, man. I woke up. I mean, pitch black. But there was a little light under the bathroom door. And I knew I'd cut that light off. And I went. And she was not in the bed. So I snuck up to the door. I saw clear insight of a woman eating a big snicker bar. I ain't talking about them regular ones. I'm talking about them long ones, buddy. She go, True story. <laughs> I just closed the door. Go ahead and sin, woman. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> and she finished off the bar. I had clear insight that not to believe a thing Kathy says when it comes to diets. <laughs> Write this down. Free thinking is the only right thinking. Free thinking is the only right thinking. And Jesus was the freest thinker of them all. Jesus was the freest thinker of them all. Ladies, he set you free. I mean, he, he set women free. Men kept you in bondage. Jesus set you free. The first evangelist to ever preach the word. He's alive 
was Mary Magdalene, who the church would not accept today because she was a prostitute. In whom he cast seven devils out. What did he do? He set her free. When you're free, you have no more past. Because the truth sets you free. Isn't that amazing? My God. Man tried to always keep that woman down. God even put a woman over the whole nation of Israel, a judge named Deborah. My Lord. Let me say it again. Free thinking is the only right thinking. And Jesus was the freest thinker of them all. Why? Because you see, freedom has truth in it. Write this down. Truth is freedom. Truth in freedom, excuse me, teaches you to believe right regarding God, man, eternity, and obedience to God. Let me say it again. Truth in freedom teaches you to believe right regarding God, regarding man, regarding eternity, and regarding obedience to God. That's what my, my life has consisted really of only obeying God now for the rest of my life. And I'm free to do that. And it's got so easy and so nice that God just asked me, he says, you make the decision, Jesse, and I'll just back it. He th he, he's made me so free that he trusts my freedom in his word. Whatever you say, I'll back it. Make the decision. Let me say it again so you can write it down. Truth in freedom teaches you. It's a teacher to believe right regarding God. Who is this God? Regarding man. Who is man that thou art mindful of him? Regarding eternity. Where are we going? And obedience to God. It's better to obey than the sacrifice. Church has taught you great sacrifice, but hasn't taught you much obedience. Isn't that amazing? But when you understand whom the Son is set free, it's free indeed. You see what I'm saying? Let me show you something. I don't care what they do. And those three Hebrew children, when they, they had them bound up with ropes and throwed them in the fire, what burned up? The bondage. The ropes burned up. The men didn't even have the smell of smoke on them. So I struggle with a lot of people saying, I'm saved, but I am struggling with marijuana. Oh, I'm and I'm not denying it. I know that happens. You see what I'm saying? I'm Why? Because you're not free in that part. You're not free enough to say, my God shall supply all my need. We don't know what you're going to do. You're not free enough yet. You haven't got that whole truth yet. Because you're going more by what you see. Let me give you a prime example. When I went in the ministry, full-time ministry in 1978, I, knew, I didn't realize how nasty some pastors are or were. I had no idea that anybody would steal from you in a church. You're going to church. Uh, let's take it to another. Would you, don't you think that your child should be safest in a church? Yes. I, and when I began to hear all about this sexual abuse, I thought, you got to be kidding me. You see? But a lot of bondage people go to church and act free. But they're not. They're not. Some of them not even saved. Some of them are actually pastors not even saved. 
Well, let me show you how free I was. The truth will make you free. So I would preach. I, didn't, I had given all my money away. At one time, I was, oh, Lord, when I was a young man, I made tons of money. Tons. Not pounds. Tons. <laughs> I made some money in my life. But when I got born again, I didn't know any better. I thought you had to be poor to be a Christian. Heard that all my life. So I gave, me and Kathy gave away our money and bought a little 900, I think it was 910 or 960 square foot house. 104 Hellier Street. There in Homer, Louisiana. Because Kathy wanted to live in Homer so she would be closer to her, 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 her mother. Where my, peop, my mom's people from the West Bank of New Orleans. So we did that. So when I went out in the ministry, I didn't have nothing. I only had one car. Gave it all. I mean, we, we clean out. When I say give all my money, I mean opening up Jody's uh, piggy bank, pouring it out. When he said all, I took that literally. Okay, got a job, you know, did everything. So when I went on the road, they received an offering for me. Okay? And I used to preach Sunday through Wednesdays. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. I used to have four-day meetings. Casey, the I could see that the buckets were full. At the end of the meeting, a lot of them said, thank you very much, shook my hand, and kept the money and told everybody in the church that it was going to me. Now, most people get mad as a hornet about that, but not when you're free. Not when you know the truth. One person gave me a Dr. Pepper. I still have it. I didn't drink it. I worked too hard for that Dr. Pepper. I will never drink that Dr. Pepper. In fact, Kathy, I want you to bury that Dr. Pepper. If I die, bury that Dr. Pepper with me in my coffin. <laughs> I'm going to take something with me when I go. <laughs> I got it. If you ever come to my office, I'm saying, Mary knows what I said. She sees it. People want to see the Dr. Pepper. I got it. I didn't get angry. I got in my car and said, well, Jesus, car burns gasoline. You're going to have to give me extra miles. And you know what, Lord? I'll just fast. Instead of getting angry, I'll just fast. See, I thought spirit. It's true. Not bragging on myself. And I had the greatest times in fellowship with God. Fasting. Because they stole the money. I would have stopped and got something to eat if I had something. That's what the freedom does you. That's what the truth does. See, I didn't do that for these people. I did that for the Lord Jesus Christ was to preach that meeting. Many were saved. Many were healed. Many were blessed, you see. Now, you know, if I, if I would have got up and called the church and called people in that church, I could have caused what they call a church split. That happens so many times. But, you know, I had an understanding regarding God, man, eternity, and obedience to God. So I'd come home. Kathy, did he give you anything? Not a thing. Well, praise the Lord. Are you hungry? Yeah. What do you want to eat? Rice or roni? The San Francisco treat. <laughs> hamburger helper. Oh, Lord. We kill a many a cows with hamburger helper. It was cheap. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah, that's good. They called it comfort food because it was cheap. <laughs> I never got angry. I just kept a preaching. 
I kept believing God's word. That's all I did. And when he would tell me something so impossible, I'm going to give you a plane and I couldn't fill up a Toyota. I'm going to give me a plane. I can't fill up the Toyota. Just say, I love that statement. I'll never forget it. I didn't ask you to pay for it. I asked you to believe for it. I still use that statement all the time. When I'm walking down the aisle of, of my ministry, somebody hits me for 100 grand. Or if I'm going to, you know, we need this and we need that. Kathy told me this week, we need to do some infrastructure stuff. Okay. The toilets or the bathrooms or something. I said, I said well, are they bad? She said, she didn't know she ain't been in there neither. She found out they wasn't that bad. <laughs> Lord, you got to check on things. I said, but if something needs fixing, we fix it. You see what I'm saying? Why didn't you get mad? Write this down. Faith in his word is a generator. It's a medium of communication. It's a generator. Even though they didn't feed me, I, God, I, my faith was generating. It was a medium of communication. And in the midst of that, which they should never have done, Hebrews 11, verse 1 and 2 came into my life. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In verse 2, for by it the elders obtained a good report. So I could say it like this, for by it or by faith, Jesse obtained a good report because I was set free from getting angry at them, mad at them. I could, did I... Did I deserve to get mad? Yeah, in the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I'd rather spend my time talking with Jesus, believing in Jesus, and staying free instead of putting my own time, my own hands with ropes and bondages. Faith in his word is a generator. It is a medium of communication. Now I want to get to this next point real quick. Freedom is not just a breaking of restraint. Write that down. Freedom is not just the breaking of restraint. It's being made free. Now, well, listen to this. From the bondage of error. Ooh, I like that. Freedom is not just the breaking of restraint. It is being made free from the bondage of error. When God called Kathy to preach the gospel, she said, yes, the Lord's calling me to preach the gospel. I said, preach. Oh, man, I, I, was, I did the same thing she did. I thought, she said, well, I don't make sure I don't want to say something wrong. I thought the same thing. Oh, Lord, I, want, I don't want to make something, say something wrong. But see, but I didn't know that St. John 16, verse 13 was in there. How be it when the spirit of truth has come, he would guide you in all truth. Amen. In fact, let's go read that verse. St. John uh, 16, I believe it's verse uh, 13, I believe it is. St. John 16, verse 13. Yeah, it says, how be it when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into how much truth? truth. Now the truth makes you free, right? So you can say all freedom right there, right? You can say all freedom right there, right? You can say all freedom there, right? Because the truth shall make you free. Let's read it again. How be it when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So he was hearing, faith come by hearing. He was a generator of communication and giving me truth. Do you see that? Let me say it again. Freedom is not just the breaking of restraint. 
It is being made free from the bondage of error. I said, Kathy, you won't make no mistakes. Go on. Go out there. You do it. Now, the church world may think you made a mistake. Just stepping up to the plate, God honors you for that. He gives you an A for stepping up to the plate. I'll never forget when they drafted me. <laughs> I graduated from high school on May 31st, 1967. I went to Grand Isle for my senior weekend. Oh, boy. Told mama where I'm going to be. June the 1st passed. I had one day in Grand Isle. I was supposed to be there three days. June the 2nd, mama called, Jesse, you got a letter from the government to report to the custom house in New Orleans for induction into the armed services. Oh, anybody got those things? Hold your hand up if you got those things. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm It makes no difference. I said, oh, man, that's ruining my weekend. I never forget when I went and do my, my test, you know, my physical. I didn't know what a full bird colonel was. He had a bird on his shoulder. I said, you got a bird on your shoulder. <laughs> shut up, boy. I said, you don't tell me shut up. I ain't in your man's army. I'll blah, 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 blah. You figure that out. <laughs> you afraid to die in Nam? I said, man, we, we kill people every night in New Orleans. Nam's nothing. <laughs> At least you get a plate of rice. Go to New Mexico, get on the streets, come with me. Oh, I was hot, man. I was crazy in those days. <laughs> he backed off. I said, you have no power over me. You understand me? Now, once I'm in, maybe you do. And that depends if I decide to let you. Put you in the brig. Jail? You think I'm worried about jail? <laughs> when you live in New Orleans on the street, jail is your second apartment. Take a man. Get out of here. This guy said, Who is this kid? <laughs> so, freedom is not just a breaking of restraint. See, it is being made free from the bondage of error. Now, if I'd have understood freedom, I was in error to speak to that man like that. You know? So now when I flow in, in the word of God, I'm not worried about error. Not that I can't make a mistake, but he's faithful and just to forgive me. That's true, ladies and gentlemen. Do you realize that you are free of the bondage of error? You really are. Listen, when you have clear insight of the freedom Jesus gave you, life is a joy. And life has purpose. Think about it. That's what clear insight does for you and talks about your destiny and your destination. I've said this so many times. If you don't know where you're going, you're not going to know when you get there. See, people say, how do you always know where you're going? But how do you know, but just that you make the right decisions? John chapter 16, verse 13 says, Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. You know, every decision I make in my personal life, in the life of this ministry, I make it on St. John 16, 13. Howbeit, when the spirit of truth has come, he guides me in all truth, which makes God's word a generator for me. It generates the anointing of God that I need for that particular situation. Think about that. I mean, I mean I'm flowing in that anointing because that spirit of truth is giving me, and that generator of the word just says, I'll give you the voltage to handle this situation. 
starting to preach here. I can't help myself. I have a wonderful prayer request I'd like to share today. This is from a lady named Victoria. She writes this. Hi, Brother Jesse. I've been a partner for 20 years, and your prayers have always helped me. Thank you, Victoria, for saying that. Please pray for my children to come into the knowledge of Jesus. This is my biggest burden. Thank you. Victoria, listen to me. Come here, Victoria. Come a little closer to me. should never be a burden. You got the promise of God. God's promises are far more powerful than the sins of people. Let me say it again. The promises of God are far more powerful than the sins of people. Victoria, you have the promise of your family to a thousand generations. So it's their tough luck they were born to you. Victoria, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Now, you say, but you don't know my kids. Well, let me tell you something. God knows them. God knows where they are, and that promise will come to pass. All you got to do is stand on the word. Don't be moved by what you see. Don't deny it. No, no, don't deny it, Glory. Uh, Victoria, excuse me, I called you Glory. I mean, Victoria, God will do everything he says if you believe his word. Just that so. You know, I know that to be true. My mama used to tell me, she's in heaven, she said, Jesse, because I was a heathen from hell, it's your tough luck you were born to me. You getting saved whether you like it or not. And I thought mama lost her mind. But before mama went to heaven, she saw me preach the gospel. Victoria, have no fear. The Lord Jesus Christ is here to help you. And that promise will overcome any situation in your children's lives. I'm telling you, I know it to be true because mama's promise that God gave her overtook me. And I'm here today because of that. I hope I answered that question, and we believe in God, and we're praying for you in Jesus' name, Victoria, for strength. Now, stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I am enjoying myself. I love this sermon. Are you taking notes? Because you need to go back and look over those notes. Watch this. I'll be back. Join Jesse and Kathy Duplantis for a special Friday event. Join Kathy at 10 a.m. and Jesse at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. August 13th in Nashville, Tennessee at Faith is the Victory Church. Jesse DePlantis Ministries is literally circling the globe using every available voice. What would that be? That would be television, radio, printed page, internet, DVDs, CDs, books, whatever it takes to preach the gospel. Can you see it? Hey, can you see it? I can just see it. I can see the gospel going all over the world to every person. Every year the soul's adding up, people getting healed, lives being changed and delivered. Is that impossible? No. God thinks we can do that. Everything you see here at Jesse DePlantis Ministries was impossible, and everything we are going to do is impossible. But yet the Lord said, if you believe it, I'll do it. We are believing the unbelievable and receiving the impossible to simply reach people and change lives.
All I can say about this book is you need to get it. It's called Distortion, The Vanity of Genetically Altered Christianity. And it has blessed so many people. You just have to read it. Why? Because it will help you to get rid of all those distorted views that can keep you from excelling in life. Like prosperity is not of God. Yes, it is. How do I know that? Go, go to heaven. Heaven's full of prosperity, my God. His will be done where? On earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. I'm telling you, this thing's got revelation that it'll shake you down to your shoelaces, buddy. I'm telling you. How you get it? You go to JDM for all the ordering information, jdm.org, and you'll be blessed by it. And I mean that sincerely. Thank you, partners, once again, for being so courteous and kind to faithfully support this ministry. You know, it's amazing. People don't believe me when I say this, but it's the truth. And I've said it so many times, I'm going to continue to say it. We've been preaching 45 years and we've never had a financial deficit. And the reason why, because of you, partner, because of me and Kathy. You see, I say it every time, I will say it again. I trust you. And you trust me. And we both trust God. That's what it's all about. And I mean that, brother. Let me tell you, we you are our extended family. I said, I said it last week. I'll say it again. And I mean that. If the devil's fighting you, he's got to fight us too. I'm telling you, a fight he wants, a fight he's going to get. I was raised on the streets of New Orleans. You've got to do what you've got to do. You understand? That's <laughs> just the way it is. When you understand God's word, when you understand what's going on, let me tell you something. Oh, man. Your partnership is connected. And see, it's not just money. It's people getting born again. We have a statement, reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. We have to do that. And that's what we do with your faithful financial support. It's called world evangelism. Also for your August partnership, you can get my message. Why is it my giving working? The four types of giving. That thing has went literally all over the world. I've had many people write and said, of all the things I've got on giving, this is the only one that's worked. You know why? Because it's, it is God's word I mean, lock, stock, and barrel. Are you ready to make your giving work? Are you ready? I'm telling you, this teaching will show you how to do that. How do I get that, Brother Jesse? Boy, I like that website. Go to jdm.org for all the ordering information, and you'll be blessed by it. I tell you, I, I, I get people at least, oh, I don't know how many of them every week said, man, that, those fight, four types of giving work, and that book, man, that distorts, man, that's something. It's amazing the revelation that will set you free. I want to thank all of you for watching us and have your other friends watch us. Not only watch us on broadcast television, which you're doing now, but all our social media platforms, all the different things that we're doing. We, the Lord said, do, go on every available outlet possible, and we do that. And I mean that sincerely. Why? Because we're called to preach this gospel to the world. And I tell you what, we are doing that. So once again, partners, without you, we could not do it. But we do it because together we reach people, we change lives one soul at a time. Thank you for sowing your seed today. Hundredfold. That's what the word says. That's what Jesse says. That's what you should say. See you next week. Bye-bye. You can broadcast the wonderful works of God right where you are. Mark your calendars for Kathy Duplantis's 2021 Glorious Conference. Join us October 1st and 2nd at the JDM International Headquarters in Destrehan, Louisiana. Everyone is welcome and registration is free. Visit JDM.org for more information. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. Tithing is the way 
for recession or depression to bypass you. Why? Because he says, bring all the tithers out to me and meet mine house. Who now he said, all the host not open up the windows of heaven, pour you out a blessing. There shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will open up the windows of heaven. As long as the windows of heaven are open to you, I don't care what recession is or depression is, it bypasses you.